Blog Talk Radio.
And here are a few of the countless rolls of paper. I'm gonna take this shit to the bank, bitch. I'm up. Yeah, I'm gonna keep these all right here, my hundreds and shit. I'm gonna keep these hundreds all right here. Which I'm gonna send the pack right here. We got paper in this bitch. Yeah, we got some paper in this bitch. We don't need no favors in this bitch. Got too many haters in this bitch. Here are a few of the countless rolls of paper. One thing I need. Paper. I ain't even trying to stop it. Look at my pockets. What do you see? Paper. And these hoes be watching, pennies be dropping, what could it be? Papers. If the money ain't the topic, I ain't tryna talk it, words ain't free. And here are a few of the countless rolls of papers. It's that Rolly watches, money dropping, music type of shit. You Rodeo shop and Hermes rocking, fancy type of shit. Who you like fucking with a nigga that's rich? Who you like fun tags all on your fits? Who you like flying overseas on trips? Who you like boosting when he talk that shit? Girl, don't forget, if you really want that Birkin, then that mouthpiece better be working. And the pussy better look and be squirtin' And the sex game better be perfect One thing's for certain I ain't trippin' on the money that I'm getting. If you wanna get it, you can go and get it Ain't no limit to a motherfucker spending. Well, wait a minute, what you gonna do for it? One thing I need I ain't even tryna stop it Look at my pockets, what do you see? And these hoes be watchin', pennies be droppin' What could it be? If the money ain't the topic, I ain't tryna talk it Words ain't free And here are a few of the countless rolls of paper Rich nigga mode, and I stay in a rich nigga pose, and I got the hoes on freeze, got bad chicks tripping on poles, and I got my own company, hundred grand for the brand bad clothes, why these niggas hate that drill, cause they hold doing God who knows, oh, I'ma put her in Louis, put diamond cuts all in her jewelry, if she wanna act on screen, hell yeah we can go make a movie, when it's my duty, I ain't tripping on the money that I'm getting, if you wanna get it, you can go and get it, you know limit to the motherfuckers spending broke, what you gonna do for it? One thing I need. Paper. I ain't even tryna stop it. Look at my pockets. What do you see? Paper. And these hoes be watching, pennies be dropping. What could it be? Paper. If the money ain't the topic, I ain't tryna talk it. Words ain't free. And here are a few of the countless rolls of paper. Heard mess bag that my bitch Thursday swag. Money everywhere around this bitch. I got birthday swag every time I wake up, nigga. People say a nigga rich, rich, rich. I got an AK match my gold chain. I got friends big time with cocaine. I got a bitch eat my dick, I don't know her name. I got six new cars and a cooler name. If we talking paper, then you gotta see that booty man. Look at this watch, this nigga looking like a light sweet. And too many niggas living like this. Huh, I'm coming. Two bad black girls and a bad ass white bitch. I need a bag and I ain't playing around, nigga. 2021 money all around, nigga. Smoking out the pound, nigga. With exotic hoes, with Versace rolls. Yeah. One thing I need. Paper. I ain't even trying to stop it. Look at my pockets, what do you see? Paper. And these hoes be watching, pennies be dropping. What could it be? Up in your motion, now I can't move the same. I'ma make it to the top. 
but people, you know, people do what they do best. They see shit like that, they take it and run with it. But it, it's just crazy how you get something like that and you're just like, oh, he was running around, you know, at the strip club throwing fake money. No, he wasn't. That wasn't even the fucking, that wasn't even the deal at all. It wasn't even the issue at all. He was actually throwing hella money. But it's just crazy how rumors just spread like that when he was in a, you know, out there in Vegas. Um, it's just, it's just, just funny, man. Uh, the question was, ladies, what would you do if you dance all night of Usher and through, he threw this, which was the, uh, the money, but it, it wasn't, it wasn't what people thought. And there was another rumor that Jay-Z and Beyonce purchased BMX's masters. They did not. Where the fuck do you come up with this shit? You know, Swiss Beats shut that rumor down quick. Like, no, they did not buy his fucking masters. I don't understand why, where, how people come up. Like, people just do shit for clout, man. It's, just, it's ridiculous that they got to do dumb shit like that for clout. I don't. I would never understand why people want to just. I don't know. People just want to be. They want to be fake ass famous. There's there's no truth to nothing. Everybody just want to be famous overnight over just dumb ass shit. And that was one of them. You know, it was real real stupid. Um, I hate the fact that people buy into well you you know this day and age is it's the technology age it's the social media age but people buy into any and everything any and everything uh, it's really ridiculous man it's just just ah, just fucking ridiculously dumb how people buy into shit um i told y'all uh before eh, a few months ago about why fans why asking Lucci? He went to jail for pretty much being the driver on the drive-by shooter. The dumb, that was some dumbass shit. But um, he was a drive-by. He was a driver on the drive-by shooter, right? Uh, the judge uh, might revoke his bond because of uh, studio and strip club duties. So they're probably gonna, you know. Um, revoke that bond that he wants. He, it's crazy how you, you go to jail for some shit, but you want to get out because, you know, you start finding reasons like, oh, well, I want to be with my girl and my kids. But you, you did what you did to go to jail. You know? It's like, why would we let you out? You knew what you was doing when you did it. Now, all of a sudden, you want people to feel sorry for you? Like, no, we're, we're not going to feel sorry for things ridiculous that you did. You know, I would never sit here and uh wanna see one of my homies in jail for something that they did and, and expect them one on freedom. Like, hell no, I don't want to freedom. None at all. Like none period that I want to freedom. Uh would want to see them free because you did what you did. You know? So own up to your shit. Pop did. Pop went to jail and, and owned up to his shit numerous times, hella times. DMX went to jail, you know, his luxurious, luxurious career, and whoo, that man got a rap sheet. But um, I'm going to get back to some more hip-hop news uh, in a minute. So what I'm going to do real quick, well, not real quick, I'm going to play a couple of tracks. I'm going to play a couple of tracks for y'all. Um, 
just some random shit. So we'll take a quick commercial break. If anybody's listening, you can tune in. Well, you you already tuned in. You can call in and speak to me in Genesis at 516-666-9826. The next track I'm about to play is one of my homies, good friends, Deontay Eccles with How Many Times. Here on OG Radio, Everything you boys could be. 
you know, festival scene. However, playing devil's advocate, why is it that he cannot have this video streamed across all social media and and major platforms, but we can get the, the closest hood motherfucker and have their video showcasing gun violence, kidnapping, money, sex, drugs, and post this shit 24-7 for the younger audience to view. You know what I'm saying? Playing devil's advocate, two wrongs don't make a right. You know what I'm saying? Wrong is wrong. I don't think that his shit should be taken down. I feel like it's a, he's an artist. It's a, he, he's expressing himself. That's what he did. All artists express themselves no matter what the content is, what the, you know, the message is. They express themselves of what they see, what they think, what they hear, you know, what they feel, what they go through. I don't, I personally don't think that his shit should be taken down as to where he has to bring that shit to point up. But, you know, teach of his own young man, make that bread, either whatever way you can, my dude. Big shout out to you, little Nas X. My girl Genesis is on. Hey. Hey, what's up? How y'all doing? I've been How at the gym been? working this working his body out. Yeah, you live there. I have to, you know. I was pregnant for a long time, so I gotta live there for a long time Talk to make up time. all the You know, y'all Talk think nine months time. not a long time, but that is a long time. It's a very Trust long me, time. I know, I know. <laughs> I did it I did it four times now. Yeah, uh, okay, the, well, you that? ain't do it. They did it, and uh, that's a lot of time. I mean, that's a long time. Men suffer, too. You know, it's many shapes and forms. They suffer through certain things that they can't no longer get for the time being. <laughs> well, I'm sorry for y'all suffering. Not you know, that's, that's, uh, <laughs> that's what? That's, let's see, I did it nine times, or four times. It's nine months. It's I was gonna say months. nine. Nah, hell no. Nah. I'm tripping. <laughs> Don't mind me. I just woke up that slow and go off a good nap. Well, I <laughs> did a total of eighteen months. Ew. Eighteen months. Yeah. Yeah. I beat you. Is there an echo? No. Well, I don't hear one. I feel like it's a slow drag. They're dry. For for us, it is, but for them, it's not, which is crazy. So if you ever go back, yeah, we gotta get to that show, together. No, it's 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 normal. It's like you know, same thing. If you were at a radio show, you would hear certain shit static on our end, but you won't hear it when it's uh, broadcast out to the show to the people. So like the people who tuned in. And even if we had gas, they wouldn't hear what we did, which is crazy. Okay. Which I like because, you know, on this end, I'll be like, man, this shit sounds horrible. But if you go back and listen, you're like, oh, I don't hear nothing. <laughs> well, yeah, that's probably what what's going on. How's the uh, life right now going on? What's the topic for tonight's show anyway? My life is consistent, but uh, 
the topic I started off the show with rumors. I started talking about rumors, the ridiculous rumor of Usher throwing fake deals at the club, which wasn't true. It was a promo. It was for promo purposes, and he actually tipped the dancers very well amongst the waiters and everything, the bottle service girls. They spent thousands of dollars at the strip club. But somebody saw the fake bill. So what happened was he was in Vegas. He was throwing actual money, and he also threw the fake money with his face on it. And a stripper saw it, posted it, sent it to somebody, and they posted it on Instagram, and it took off viral. And it went totally left. Like, that wasn't even – that wasn't what he was doing. But somebody was just like, oh, well, he uh, was out here throwing fake money. And, you know, it's, it's, and I said it's like the telephone game. You start off with the actual thing, and then you get to the end, nothing of what the fuck was originally said. Yeah. So that's all that was. And I was just saying that people need to stop spreading rumors. But people do it for clout. They just want to be overnight famous for something that they post, no matter what the hell it is. Rumors can destroy well, uh, a lot of shit. It definitely can. I've seen some some art. Well, Usher had that herpes thing from that big girl. What a couple of years ago, he was yeah. he was about that giving claiming to give somebody herpes or something. It was a big old girl. And everybody was like, uh, uh-uh, Usher ain't hit that. I was like, what's wrong with big girl? I mean, I, I, you know, of nothing. course, there's nothing wrong with him, but you know, for Usher's taste, I don't think he did it. But I mean, you know, again, rumors. He ain't got no damn herpes. Yeah, um, we know our Kelly does. Crazy thing is, Kelly, I don't know, man. We that's we ain't gonna touch that subject. That man, I don't understand why uh, people feel the way they feel about our Kelly. Our Kelly has been doing what he's been doing since the beginning of time. It's nothing new. Like I know, growing up where I grew up, I know some people around him. And the stories is all the same. He's been doing that shit since before. So, like, people be so shocked. Yeah, when he like, married Aaliyah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, he even said in the song, uh, ah, shit, what was Age ain't song? nothing but a number. No, no. I mean, yeah. But <laughs> I want to say the song is called, uh, the song is called uh, Cross On You. He said, I don't care if you're. 16 and younger, or 18 and older. That alone right there is like, oh, nigga, you nasty. Album came out in 90-something, but it's like, pedophile was written all over that verse right there, that that bar. I don't care if you're 16 mm-hmm. and younger. Really? Like, what the fuck? Well, they don't say nothing to Elvis Presley. It's probably because he's Caucasian. His wife was 14 when he married her. That's true. That's true. But he's dead, so it you know that don't matter no more. I mean, it matters, but it don't matter. But crazy yeah. thing, I, I guess in a sense, I think that nowadays we look at it as it's socially unacceptable. However, back in our you know great 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 grandparents' days, you know they was actually dating motherfuckers ten years, twelve years older or younger. So back then it was acceptable. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know. Yeah. 
I don't know. I mean, it, it's well, nasty well, to think, you know, to, to that's think true. that. You know, like, just think of somebody who's 12 years old. At the age of 12, that person that you're fucking with is not even born yet. 12 years later, you're 24 and then 12. You know what I'm saying? That's that's disgusting. It's nasty. That's, that's yeah, they're mentally not that's, even that's there ridiculous. yet. Exactly. But on the other hand, he said people, he said Elvis Presley was dead. DMX is currently dead, deceased. Um, how do you feel about that? Um, I'm not going to go into my rant of COVID, but I, I along well, he with didn't the die family, from COVID. They, he died from a heart attack. Hold on, hold on, hold, hold on, hold on. They said the family came out and said a week before the heart attack, he went and got vaccinated. And then mysteriously, a week later, he has a heart attack. But I, I'm not going to speak on that part. But as as for the artist part, like that was under under Jay Z, that was my man. That's one of my favorites behind Jay Z. You know, he is an amazing artist. He he was a living, walking testimony within himself. You know what I'm saying? He went through a lot, did a lot, lived through a lot. And um, I wouldn't say that people should be like him, but hearing his story, seeing his story um, would be motivation, you know, for a lot of people who go through shit. Um, his rap sheet of being locked up for numerous shit is, is enough, but uh, he also, you know, during that life of crime and all that other shit, you know, rapping, he took time off to even study to become a, a pastor, you know, so that, that, you know, that says a lot. You know, for a person of his nature, he always put God first. Um, so, like, it hurts. You know, I, I, that's one of my favorites. And he was just so young; he was only fifty years old. You know, that shit. That shit sucks. Yeah. Ooh, we have a caller. What's up? What's, what's, going, what's, on? Up? what's going on? What's going on, caller? Hey, peace and poetry, fam. This is Dean. How y'all doing? Hey, how what's you doing, up, Dean? Dean? How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. I was just listening to the news about that Virginia police shooting like everybody else over here. Yeah. It's always somebody black getting killed. It's been happening back to back. It's just public. Right. The internet exactly. exists now. Internet, exactly. exactly. Internet exists. Camera phones exist. So therefore now it's being brought to light. Well, well, that's the thing. Like, um, on one of the situations, the body cam, like Pharrell cousin got killed over the weekend, and um, you know, just so happened the body camera um wasn't activated. You know, they don't know how to explain it. Oh, they know how to explain it. They didn't turn right. it on. <laughs> like, there's, yeah, a, right? there's a there's a button you push to turn it on and off. There is nothing to explain. Hey. It's just. You know? They they don't they don't know the button to turn the camera on. They don't know the difference between a taser and a gun no more. I was reaching for exactly. my taser, but I got the gun. I'm like, yeah, come on, y'all lives is just getting crazy. Now. Exactly. You know where the hell is that? Most officers who are right handed keep their gun on their right side, taser on the left side, and vice versa for uh, left handed. So they know where they should. They know where it's at. 
Yo, they said she was an officer for 26 years, yo. I mean, you should know something that you've been doing something for 20. They, what do you say? You become a champion at something or um, expert at it if you do it 10,000 hours and 26 years, I'm sure she got some hours in. You know something. Exactly. Yeah, she know. Exactly. She already knew. I've been watching the, the Derek case for George Floyd's murder, and it's, wow. it's very ridiculous. The stuff wow. that they going but, into detail about. But wow. they, they did, trying to say, he said, you killed him. I said, he said, nothing he took killed him. He said, they could have been contributing to the fact that he had something in him, but he wouldn't have had a heart exactly. attack or, or whatever unless y'all choked him out like that. Exactly. Right. I, I didn't expect nothing detailed. less from this trial. I didn't expect nothing less. Like, we, us as African Americans, black, we don't get treated fair at all. Yeah. Through nothing, whether we're alive or dead, it's just always unfair. It will forever be that way. Wow, it always has been. That I mean, so I don't. I, I never. I mean, even when you got footage of it, case. like we had footage of it, we got. You yeah. know, we the, the world saw what happened. I'm like, yeah. Wow. And that man called his mama at lives. 50 years old. Yeah. Wow. They'll find some type of way to 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 give it an excuse as to why. Exactly. That's no, hard, he took I mean, his knee. Right. He was crying back. for his mama too, man. That, that, that's what got a lot of people hearing him cry for his mama. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah that book me. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. I couldn't. I couldn't. It's I ridiculous, mean, man. I mean, wow. And it's hard, even even when you do comply with police, they still be on, you know, bullshit. Like the uh, veteran over the weekend that they uh did wrong, you know, he was complying, but, you know, you get the racist cops who still want to be on dirt. And that's ridiculous. Like, they exactly. Did that to a army vet, a, a, what is it, a lieutenant, I believe he was, sergeant? Yeah, it was a lieutenant. Um, a lieutenant. Wow. Uh, so he's, he's suing them. So, you know, hopefully. I know, I know that's uh, right. Yeah, hopefully get some justice. He's, I did he's like, man, I, I, I know what to fight. do. I'm scared of it. Yeah, I'm scared of you. I'm scared of you. He said, "Y'all get, y'all get upset. If I'm walking, y'all shoot me in the back. If I'm running, I get shot. You know, if I'm sleeping in my bed, I get shot. So I'm scared to do anything." Exactly. He, he, he said, "Hey, right. you breathe wrong, they shoot Pretty much. Exactly. That's that's why nowadays I try not to be out super late during certain times. I try not to draw attention but to myself. But you shouldn't have to go anything. through that. You shouldn't, but it's wow. like you got to, you know what I'm saying? Just to, wow. you know, just to be safe. Um, wow. I mean, even even though I have family members who are officers, and I do have a family who's a chief officer in one of these uh, towns, that's still not enough. You know what I'm saying? That's not enough. That's that exactly. still doesn't mean nothing because a cop could still pull a trigger on me just for just because. Wow. I mean, my my kids is grown, but I'm wondering what do you tell your kids now? If they out walking the street, and they got they got friends that like to pop off, you know, at police, you know, they I know my rights, I know, you know, what what do you tell them now? You know, you know, if you get stopped by the police, do y'all do y'all ever think about what you gonna you know tell y'all little cousins, nephews, nieces, or kids? So my, my oldest son. son is fourteen. Uh, right. Wait, hold on. How old is thirteen? Fourteen. 13, 14. 15. Damn, 15. Your son, I thought, was 15, right? 
No, my, my daughter's 15, my son's 14. So he's okay. more of mm. how, how I was at his age. He's out and about. So I tell him all the time, when you're out and about with your friends, it don't matter if you do dumb shit or they do dumb shit. Just be careful, comply as much as you can, and if if you have a, any instance, anyone with the police, record it. You know what I'm saying? Just record it. Mm. It's ridiculous that you have to, but record it. You know what I'm saying? And if any officers on bullshit, remember that badge, name, and number at all costs. If you don't remember anything wow. else on that day, remember that name and that badge, just in case. You know what wow. I'm saying? But don't don't pop off up the cops. Don't don't be acting like you know your rights and any of that bullshit. Just comply the best way you can and record just in case. Well, just wow. make sure you – he's supposed to ask them, am I being detained? If I'm not being detained, please allow me to go. And that's it. Wow. That yeah, that's that the new thing right there. Yeah, exactly. Because you're being detained. And they, they can hold – because of Homeland Security, they, uh, they got rights now that they can detain you and, and make it a secret. And, if, and you can go to jail for telling people if they say it was Homeland Security issue. They say they can, they can just scoop you up. And um, you, you know, and because of fear, you, um, we we surrender our civil liberties, you know, and um, they they have they have these rights that we don't even know that they got during a, a time of war or during homeland security. If they if they, if they deem you homeland security threat, um, some of our civil liberties get suspended. That's crazy. Right. That's crazy. You know, I was in a conversation with somebody today about qualified immunity, and um. What that means is yeah, like prosecutors the are protected. They protected by the, yeah, they protected by the immunity, um, so they won't get in trouble for if they got uh, pulled somebody in for the wrong thing or uh, had a case exactly. on that person. Prosecutors it, are so protected it, it by them immunity as the well. Courts where you can't sue these people, they're trying to change it now. They, right now, um, as we speak, they're trying to change it, but if not. The um the lawmakers didn't come up with this. The senators didn't come up with it. that's something that the courts themselves came up with. That qualified immunity um, loophole um, for the police and stuff like that. Originally, it was like so they wouldn't get no frivolous lawsuits. You know, I get mad at a cop, I'm just gonna try to sue them. But but now people are taking advantage of that um, that loophole. And um, now every time a cop shoots somebody, like well, I thought I had my taser, or I didn't know I was gonna kill him. I ain't, they they can get by with that qualified immunity and whatnot, you know. And I, I was wondering, you know, how y'all felt about that one right there because it seemed like they all that's how that's how they all getting off one by one with that. Like it was an accident, or I didn't know. Yeah, they. Well, made I'm rooting that, for everybody that's, that's black. So they they made that specifically for them to get away with it. Wow, yeah. let us try that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. us, I right. I know he was a cop. He he was in plain clothes. Man, who? I'm just wondering if it was a black police officer that just randomly shot a Caucasian person, what what would happen? I'm wondering, and would we be protected by immunity as well? If that started happening more often, then I wonder would it be the same thing? That's what I'm studying law right now. It probably it it probably did happen, but the way this world is working, I highly doubt that. It will go the way that it's supposed to go, as as it does for the white cop. I would like to mm. see that though. I wouldn't want nobody to 
personally die, I guess. I mean, I'm not wishing for nobody's death, but I really want to see if the narrative, the narrative was to change what would happen. Because then that could be more of a, you know, to see if, if, if it would be the same thing. And then we could really have something on them to be like, well, look, but this particular case, a black cop shot an unarmed white man and killed him, and what's up with that? If he go to jail, then, you know, so I feel like maybe that should happen. And I wouldn't want this to happen because I don't want nobody to die, but it's kind of just to see what's going on. You want to see if they got the complexion for the protection. Exactly. What was that movie that came out um not too long ago? The lady she was a lawyer and then they had to kill the guy they like shooting at them or doing like some off the wall stuff and they end up killing the man and they took off running. It was a movie with the dude that played in um Get Out. It was real big last year. Oh, um, a friend of mine did that movie. It's called Slim. Um, Lena did that movie. Uh, it's called Slim and Queen Slim. Queen Queen Slim. Queen Slim. Yeah. Yeah, that movie right there just it it, it took me to a whole another dimension because it was a beautiful wow. movie, but it just showed like like how Makes we're doing with it right now. So I, yeah, mm-hmm. it did. So I was just wondering if it was it would be the same thing on the other side. Yeah, because even if you That's know the law, question. like and, and, and even, when I watch the news, I see it happening all the time, like um, undercover cops getting stopped or that lady lawyer. Y'all probably seen it. It, it, it went viral. She was a, um, a DA, a black DA, and she got pulled over by some racist cops. They just pulled her over yeah. for no reason. She started smiling. Y'all seen that one? She was smiling. Yeah, I've seen that really one. She asked up. for their badge number. And said that, uh, yeah. who she worked for, yeah. and they quickly got in the car and was like, "Sorry for bothering you." See, because yep. she was on her Crazy. shit. That's why. See, so I got wow. Two, quick little two stories. Um, years ago, I was riding with one of my homies. We got stopped. Right, he knew his shit. He was studying for law. Now he do his shit. He, you know, he played his role. Said, you know, everything you have to still got locked up for bullshit. Right. A couple wow. years later, I was riding with one of my white homies. They picked us up because they thought we were going to do a drug deal because I'm black, he's white. He did the same exact thing that my homie did years before, and we got off. We just let go. That's, that shit is crazy. When you're white, wow. you can use that shit to get away with it. But if you're black, you don't always get away with it. That's crazy. That is so crazy. And I was just stuck like, damn, like, that shit really happened. And more of the story, you got to keep you some white friends around. I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> well, I had a lot friends. of those, but they're just as racist, See. you know. Um, I realized how, when, especially when Trump was in office, oh, my God, like so many of my battle buddies came out and were saying that they wanted Trump in and fuck everybody else. And I had to delete wow. a couple of people off of my social media because I was like, Yo. I didn't Didn't know you were racist like this. Wow. Yeah, they made you real yeah, uncomfortable. Yeah, true colors. People's true colors come out. People show their real colors, man. I mean, wow. And they keep saying, you know, what was what was said to me was like, so, um, what 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 do they call those things when they um, be racist, but they be trying to be slick with it? Um, they were like, um, your people um, should definitely be voting for Prejudice. him because, like, 
yeah, they, hey, they, they, there you go. They see, hey, now, because yeah. I, I was like, do they know they being racist? I mean, are they, you know, do, you know, because they, they be like they, um, saying, they say stuff like, your people um, keep voting Democrat all the time and they never help them, but Trump helps your people, you know, and you know, so you should, you should, you should vote for um, for Trump. And I'm like, I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, do they know? Do they know how racist that sounds? You know, and yeah. stuff like that. When you know, when they say stuff like that to black people and whatnot, like you know, when when Trump said, he said, I don't see nothing wrong with what he said. When he said, he said, well, what else do y'all got to lose? You know, y'all already y'all already been voting for Democrats all these years. He said, you know, and um, they never did nothing to help you. He said he helps your people and whatnot, you know, and um, he helps the um, the one percent or the talented tenth or whatever. The rich, the rich blacks love Trump because you know he gonna save their taxes or whatever. But all the other stuff, they, they said, as long as you um, you know keep my money coming in my pocket, my taxes, I'll overlook your racism. You know, I overlook everything else you do and whatnot. You know, this generation of me, I wish, you know, as not just as um, a community of black people, but as a community of, of, of humanitarian people, that we would get back to tribes, you know, and stuff like that. Instead of thinking right. about myself, think about the community, you know, because it should, it should right. be about uh, politics should be communal. Like, what is he doing for your community? What's going to help your community, not just you? Because if you just go through just you, you know, you would just move out of the neighborhood and do well and, and um, your community suffer. Right. Well, our community, unfortunately, I don't like to say this, but we are financially illiterate when it comes to a lot of things. Like, a lot of African Americans do not understand how taxes work. We expect somebody to wow. take it to somebody, they to do it, and then right. we get the refund back, and then they spending it on frivolous things like new cars, new watches for a week, a hotel room, you know, just kind of spurging and showing off. And we have uh, never been given the opportunity to explore those options for us, so we have to go out to other places because our communities don't have access to that type of intel. Now, you can give a person um, a book or tell them, hey, go do this, but they're too busy with their kids and working and being in toxic families and things like that. And and they and that community especially mm. has a lot of mental issues um, that's not being taken care of, as well as um, um, sexual abuse, domestic abuse. Um, uh, they have what is it? Public aid, public welfare, where the man can't stay in the house, but the woman can with the kids. You know, separating the family, continuing that generational cycle going on and nobody's really paying mm. attention to it and so it, the the cycle is going to keep continuing so that's why we need to stay in our families and not be the the culture that gets rid of our kids at 17 18 years old you know i don't see wow. other um, cultures and communities doing that like the hispanics they are they are stay be 20 of them in the house and wow. all of them will work to pay for that one building. So that one building is owned. Then they'll go and buy another building and put one of their family members in there. You know, and that's why they, the African-American culture is giving the crabs in the barrel, you know, name, statement, stereotype to them because mm. they don't want to see nobody else win. 
And that's just that, that wow. colorism put into play. That's that racism mm-hmm. that's put into play. And it's, it's built into our DNA. And it just takes somebody to continuously to get counseling, to get the education, to, you know, keep feeding that to our people because we need to eat. And we're not eating right now. We're kind of starving. So that's right. how I, I think about stuff like that, to try to create a strong black family. And I, I've never really seen that growing up. But as I got older and I started seeing what right looks like, it made me want to mm. change the way that I think about things. You know. But but that, right. I think so. that's the beautiful thing about this generation, um, e- e- even yourself and whatnot, when it says be the change you want to see because, you know, like you said, you, you know, you're going to school. Like a lot of the women now are going to colleges. When, when you look at the black statistics, like, you know, yes, both black men and black women are going to school, but the black women are finishing school. They're not dropping out as much as the, um, the guys are and whatnot. And um, so the, cha- the change can be that, you know, the, the, all it takes is, you know, one person at a time, one family at a time, one house at a time and whatnot, you know, that, you know, because I've seen the change when you're talking about even food deserts. You know, now black people are be- becoming conscious of, you know, I can't just keep going to the corner store or McDonald's or whatever. You know, uh, I can't keep drinking soda. I got to, um, if I got to drive and whatnot, you know, an extra 30 minutes to, um, to get um, healthy food, you know, I'll, I'll do that or, or I'll grow my own food. You know, like Dr. Sebi got people, you know, people are, you know, are becoming conscious now. And, you know, so yeah. I, I would say that, you know, it's not all bad. You know, you got groups of people like, some of us are taking advantage of us, you know, and we're in, they got the information when you said you don't want us to be uh, financially literate, but they charge in 500 for a course. We ain't got no 500 for no course or 1,000 exactly. for a course. We ain't got, you, right. you see what I'm saying? You know, um, and um, that, so it, it, if we stop being predators on ourselves and start, you know, sharing information, you know, just like and, and building like we're doing right here in these conversations, you know, um, somebody comes in in the neighborhood or someone comes in the community and says, okay, I'm going to teach you all how to get your bank account, you know, because a lot of people still don't right. have bank accounts, you know right. what I mean? Yeah, and, stuff like and that. they so, need to start having them, definitely. They need to, especially with cryptocurrency exactly. in the digital world, it's changing right now. And I'm always talking about different stuff, different platforms, and it just takes You don't use money no $100. more. Like, that's what I say. We we depend on um and when I say you I'm, you know I'm just talking about this new generation that's real smart with technology because I was overseas a lot in the military and um I got kids in the military and they said daddy we don't even use money I'm using I swipe I swipe a card to get on the subway in London or whatever I swipe a card to do um yep. every, everything is like you know again they talk about these Mexicans taking their jobs um this AI technology is gonna take everybody's job. You know, and so that that's the field there. You know, so I'm I'm just saying we got we got to uh, get in these communities and, and and like you were just saying, tell our people. You know, learn somebody in the family got to learn about um, this um, uh, uh, money, this investment. You know, stocks, bonds. Um, you know, mutual funds. Uh, uh, what it is to have money while you sleep, like own some property. You know, I forget what they call what they call that money that while you sleep. What they call that kind of money and whatnot. Like it's, you do a uh, landlord. Passive income. Passive, yeah, passive uh, real income. estate. We, real we estate. have to learn things like that. 
passive income, you know, like, because, right. you know, the job, jobs ain't guaranteed, but you need to do something like what's going to make you money no matter what happens right now. People are always going to need a place to live. They're always going to need something to eat. They always need to get their hair did or whatever. We need some kind of passive income and whatnot. And, um, and, and like food banks or whatever, these food deserts, there's a way around food deserts. Somebody in the community can start a garden. You know, somebody can like, um, somebody can start um, having um, a food march and whatnot in the neighborhood. The town march, we come together and we sell our vegetables and whatnot. But um, somebody in the community got to have that gift. Somebody got to have the education. Somebody got to be the healer. You know, when we go back to the uh, village mentality again. And I think that's well, I want to say I, something about that. So, well, about that. When I came, when I came back from service, and this is my own family members. When you try to feed them information, they feel like that you're trying to be better than them. That's another thing. Stereotypic. I'm not saying that all black people are like that. But I noticed a nice fair share was like, oh, you trying to act white or, well, you feel like you know everything. And it's it's necessary. It's not even that. It's like you genuinely are trying to help um, give information that you know can help your community. And people got to stop being fearful to accept help for help and feel like they're less than because they're not. It's just really you're trying to feed them information. Because at one point I was just like, I'm not going to tell y'all nothing else. Do you feel like I'm really bothering you that much? I'm not going to tell you nothing else. But then I just didn't care anymore, and I would still, like, talk about it in, you know, in whatever conversation. You think I'm I, I, guarantee, I guarantee you when I don't you, think when you, you keep buying them. property, you keep buying them islands and stuff like that, they're going to they're gonna get their attention sooner or later. Yeah. Right. So, so I will I'm say, just saying. going back to <laughs> To uh, Trump, I will say that before Trump, like um, there was a lot, there was you know killing you know amongst the white cops in the black community, but it wasn't out there as much. You know what I'm saying? I will say mm. that while he was president, he did share light. He opened up the true colors of America, which is the racism behind the red, white, and blue mm. flag. Talk he about it. Showed he he brought out the racism like it like i've i've never seen before you know so it's like damn like this is the this is true america right here like it's it was it was racist you know you, you know he experienced a little racism here and there but once he got in office he exploited all of that and it's like damn mm. that's so crazy it was there Fact. but when he got in office Fact. he shed a lot of light and the true colors of a lot of people even close family and friends you saw just like like you said with your battle buddy they true colors came out a lot of my friends true colors came out i'm like damn gotta let you go like your opinion your opinion but the racist side of you just came out i gotta let you go and then to speak on Mm. the financial literacy i agree however you do have the black folks who didn't have it like that growing up so now that they got money they want to go get it like, for myself, for example, I didn't grow up wearing Jordans and all the other shit. I always wanted it, but I didn't have it. So when I, I had a baby at 15, I got my first job at 15, what I did was, shit, I went and bought me Jordans and one. I, I did waste a lot of money on simple shit. I ain't going to lie. I definitely right. did. Um, I bought a lot of clothes, watching the shit. I, I did the same thing for my son. The stuff that I didn't particularly grow up with. My parents always gave me what I needed versus what I wanted. 
which was cool. But, on you know, Christmas, they did give us everything we wanted. But outside of that, they didn't. They, they was like, no, we're not buying the Jordans. We're going to go to Payless and you get these damn whatever shoes, you know. But I didn't mm-hmm. step up mm-hmm. for my son. I definitely, I definitely flourished on him. But as he got older, I taught him the meaning of the dollar, you know what I'm saying, what to spend it on, how to invest in all other shit. And as I got older, even though I still splurge here and there, I do also invest here and there. Because Genesis definitely be telling me about, you know, different things. So I do set a little money aside to do, you know, different shit. But a lot oh, of thank you for listening. Of course. But a lot of Maybe people knowing. The shit didn't have it like that. Now that they got the money, they want to go spend it on the nicest car or these hotels and shit that they never had before. But I, I had a friend who's never been to a nice hotel, and then she got a little money and went to a nice hotel downtown. So I, I understand the financial literacy, but I also understand growing up, how you grow up in certain areas. The struggle. The struggle. So it's like, yo, I got this money. What I'm going to do with it? Oh, I'm going to go waste it, you know, instead of splurging mm. a little bit and then – putting the rest up to go invest in something, you know what I'm saying? So, like, for me, when I come across a large amount of money, I'm not going to say how I do it, but I do it. Um, <laughs> I do right. take care of my business. I set shit away for later on down the road, and I also have money set aside where I can splurge on me and my family for a little bit because we do deserve nice vacations and nice clothes and shit like that, you know, but I also take care of my business first. You don't never want to fuck your financial to where you can't take care of your business. But a lot of people don't take care right. of your business. So it, it should be mm. a free class on how to take care of your business versus, oh, I can teach you this and that and the third for $500. And, and that, like, I got friends like that, and I'm like, no, I'm not going to I'm not gonna support that. Because I could go on YouTube exactly. and learn the same exact thing that you can teach me for free. You know, right. I go get a book. I, I, now I remember the hustle like, was Prime America not well, it, well, it was A.L. Williams once I was doing it and whatnot in the 80s, and um, then it became Fire America when they bought out Travelers or whatever. But well, um, they yeah, talked about yeah. the term insurance, you know, buy term and then invest in mutual funds. So they were teaching some of the right principles, but then they, they employed the pyramid thing in it, like, like the passive income. Exactly. Um, I was introduced to that. They were like, hey, you get 10 people working for you, and every time they make a sale, you make money off of them. And um, that right. was cool. For a minute, but then, but the thing is, but once they stop, the people that they got stop making payments, that affects your money too, and so then exactly. it all came crumbling down um, in the nineties or what you know. And then it, it came back again. I think I see uh, online. I start. I see people. Um, they might call it something different now, but um, that's starting up again and whatnot. And and I think it comes down to instead of them classes, teach us to respect money because we just don't respect money like. You know, like when you got no, our stimulus checks or whatever, instead of paying our bills that we got behind on or whatever, we like, you know what? We emotional spenders and whatnot. And uh, yep. and the stores know it. They play music. They got scents in the air because they know about your pheromones that makes you excited when you walk in there and make you feel like spending money and whatnot. So it, it, it ain't no accident you smell these smells you like when you walk in these stores and you hear this certain music and you be want because it's, it's psychological. Um, just like eating. Um, money, spending money can be like that, you know, and stuff like that. If I if I'm spending, I feel good. It's like it's like being um um uh, that depressed. What, what do they call it? Being manic and whatnot. Like um, when you real real happy, um, when you bipolar, but uh, after you come out of it, 
you depressed and whatnot, you know, because you don't spend exactly. all your money, then reality hits in. You like, every time they see a person, you come on, oh, oh, he's spending money, oh, he's doing this, he's doing that. But then exactly. after that, you know, the bills start coming in, the credit cards start coming in, you know, and no, we don't respect it because it's emotional. Once we get our emotions in check, I think we can get our finances in check. Yeah, and then the the rap lifestyle, the celebrity lifestyle don't make it better. That's why I, I hate social media. You you'll sit there go on Instagram mm. or whatever and see so how these celebrities are living and you want that. You know what I'm saying? They they sit here uh post up a big big ass house and talk about how much money they spent on it and how much money they spent on a car and how much bottles they buy for everybody at the club and shit. And you like, Ooh, I want that. I want mm. to do that. So we get a little money, go to wow. the club. Yo, I want me some Don Perrion. Never drunk in a day in their life, but because that's the name of it, they want to spend their money on it. And it's like, yo, what? Exactly. Exactly. That shit, I've had it. See? That shit is nasty to me. I don't like it. I would never buy that shit. See, I don't even like Chris Dow and whatnot. And, and exactly. they were like, I'm buying a bottle of that. I'm like, man, you, how much money you pay for that? You know, um, just for these females out here, that I, I, I couldn't. I couldn't. I couldn't be. I'm sorry. I'm a weed person. I like Mary J. I can't. I mean, and that's fine because now, since since Trump was in office, and then you know, I'm glad I'm marijuana being legal in a lot of states. States. A lot of people invested (laughs) in marijuana, which is fine. You know, I'm cool with that. You don't really hear a lot of celebrities investing in alcohol like that. I mean, there's some that got their little brand out, but. You know, you got a lot of people who are now invested in marijuana. That's fine. That's cool. Because to me, marijuana is we're, we're, the money that we make. The money that America made has been capitalized on season marijuana and drugs throughout life. I mean, they're like, mm. hey, we could make more money if we make it legal. You know what I'm saying? They were seeing mm. billions of dollars worth of shit from these drug cartels and shit. You know? So it was like, oh, wow. if we make it legal and we tax the hell out of it, we can make our money back. You know, right. people are like, hey, let's, let's get our business. Let's start a business in the marijuana. And, you know, we could make money off that. And, yeah, it, it's definitely a lot of money in it. I don't care to to really try to start a marijuana business, but I have been in talks with a friend of mine that would like me to be a, a owner in his business that he's starting up. So I don't mind, you know. I mean, I don't really I don't smoke, but I do eat edible and shit. So I understand, but I do know there's a lot of money in it. So I would rather mm. invest in something that don't really kill you versus something that does kill you. Like alcohol slowly kills exactly. you. Marijuana does not kill you. It cures a lot of shit more than anything. Mm. Yeah. So well, there you go. I, I and, and plus flipping like, houses, people I, I buying houses it. now and flipping them. That's a new thing. Exactly. Too. Well, not new thing, but a lot of people doing that now too. Yeah. I, I got a lot of friends now who started investing in that and flipping houses and everything. I'm like, man, if I had the money to do it, I'd do it. So, you know, in due time, you know, baby steps, I would love to buy a house and flip it. Right. Or or just get or, together you know, with friends just, because, like, if we, if we have a community and trust our friends, if we pool our money together, we can, we can open up accounts and stuff like that. You know, like some of the stock and stuff they, they got going on, like the, uh, the AOL stuff or the Amazon stock, all the other stock. If we would just pull the, if we just had like ten people, he said every single month we just dump some money into it, and think of it as dead money. Like, like in other words, so you know, like how you do, um, direct deposits, 
comes out of your check to your right. bills. You never see it, right. so you never miss it. You know, once we start right. disciplining ourselves like that, when you never see it, you know, don't you don't think about it. You know, like Susie Orman. You garnish your own um, wages. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. exactly. You do it to church. You you pay the church ten percent when you you go to church. It's like why don't we pay ourselves a, a percentage and whatnot and con- count it like as dead money and and don't even t- just throw it in your investment or throw it under your mattress or whatever. But just pay yourself something out of everything you get. Exactly. Yeah, and, I and agree people with that. to always pay themselves first because they work hard for the money that they make and then they give it all away on bills. But I was reading this book, and I always tell people about Rich Dad, Poor Dad. It's a great book. And he always says you're supposed to pay yourself first no matter what. Not even if your bills, all your bills is not paid. You're always supposed to pay yourself first. And then you pay everybody else because that will keep you in the The biggest thing that I see nowadays, people live outside of their means. But instead of living in their means, they will go get the, the the best looking apartment that they really can't afford, but they'll go mm. get it. They'll go get a car that you know they'll go get it like a BMW, knowing damn well you can't really pay for it and you can't really pay for the maintenance of it. But because of the BMW, they'll buy. It. I, I would never buy a foreign car because I mean I could afford it, but at the same time I can't afford the maintenance of it. Like. I'm not right. Gonna lie, but, but like, like right cars. now you can't. But we. But your your tomorrow might be different. You know what I mean? Right. You know. Your, you know. The, the pandemic was a wake up call because all this ain't all those people that was doing that. Like a lot of the artists, they. You know, you don't make no money off of music no more unless you touring right or got merchandise. Exactly. And so these exactly. these people couldn't tour them. How are they paying for the million dollar houses for uh, the whole year of pandemic? Everybody had to downsize and wake up. You know, within Everybody. the past year and whatnot. Imagine our favorite yeah. singers, our favorite actors, our favorite whatever. When the when the uh, city was locked down, you can't afford that um, million dollars a month no more. You know, and your staff and all that. You can't you can't afford that two million dollar bill a month no more because you know you're not touring. And unless you got passive income, you know, like investments like a lot of other people are doing. You know, a lot of people took a hit this year. I mean, they lost their homes, their cars, their husbands, their wives, because a lot of people was with them just for that money. Exactly. Now, I've 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 looked at, into some, and I and I I said that I, Black America does not have to be poor, and I say this on the basis of the Black celebrities, especially the billionaires, Jeez. the the Dr. Dre's, the Jay Z's, the Kanye's, the Oprahs, all billionaires, right? Those are four billionaires. They could definitely spread their money around to keep the black community from being poor. But do they do that? No. Exactly. They'll do like a little bit of a little bit of shit here and there just for the press. They give it to Africa Exactly. Yeah. And I hate it. I hate it with a passion. Like I understand over in these other countries they're poor. But in America we have nothing to do with these other countries. So why are we giving our money to those? Even I understand also that we we take shit for granted here in America. I I also understand that as well. But what about these children in these schools nowadays? They're taking away books, they're taking away a lot of funding out of schools in these black communities. A lot of schools are being shut down. Why can't these billionaires Invest in that, you know mm. what I'm saying? So like when Chance the Rapper took his check 
his million-dollar check and invested in the school, I honored that. I was like, I love that. He ain't even a billionaire. J. Right. Cole is another dollars. good one. J. Cole, too. J. Cole Nick does Taylor's the same. another one. Nick Cannon. Well, DMX saved his church. DMX he paid off his church. Uh, he heard both of them, Lil Dirt. You know, and I, and I appreciate them. And they're not even billionaires. But you get these billionaires who don't really do what I feel like they should do. So black Americans mm. don't have to be poor, but I, I feel like they're just not pouring their money into the right shit. My Lord. Yeah. But you need to be like an um, investor, making money work for you. You know, people need to understand that they have to have a better relationship with money. And I think a lot of us don't have uh, a great relationship with money. So we need to make money no, work for don't. us and not work for money. They don't because, don't work for, for money. one, the schools don't teach you these things. I didn't, the stuff that I know now, I was never taught in school. You know, so it yeah. starts in the in the, in the schooling system. So if you're not ever taught anything like that, yeah, you're gonna spend your money lavishly and foolishly. You know, so it starts there. The schooling needs to be better. Um, you need to you also need to get the right teachers. I've had plenty of teachers tell me in life that I was never gonna be shit. Mm. And that's and that's that's crazy for a, a grown person wow. to tell a student you're not gonna be shit just because. You have. I didn't have a behavior problem, but I was always in trouble because I will call out a teacher if they're wrong, and they don't like that shit. Even though I was a class right. now, but I would never hesitate to correct the teacher if they're wrong. So I feel like I was ahead of my time back in high school because I would call the teacher mm. out over some shit that they're teaching, even though I didn't know it, but I just knew in my soul, like, yo, this ain't right. This ain't what you should be teaching us. And then I'll question shit. They right. don't like that. They're just like, yo, this is the curriculum. Shut the fuck up. Let me teach it. And you ain't going to be shit because this is how you act. And that's crazy. And even when I was in college, I had a professor tell me I won't make it far in life because I question I questioned my authorities 24-7. I'm like, no, that's the fuck I'm supposed to do. I'm not going to just let you tell me anything about anything in life. I'm not going to just let you tell me, yo, the sky is black. Okay, well, why is the sky black? Mm. I want to know why. I don't want you to just tell me that it is black. Tell me why is it black? You know, and because I yeah, Talam ACL, a poet, he uh, he got a poem out called "Morally Bankrupt," and 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 I think that's what's happening a lot too. You know, with our morality, you know, like people will like the Instagram models, right? Not all of them, but you know, some of them. They say you gotta you, you gotta come up with three thousand dollars. To uh, sleep with them or whatever, or or, or m- maybe more than that if you um, a celebrity, and so people are actually saving up money so they can hit one of these uh, Instagram influencers and whatnot. Those are their goals. They they're not trying to save up, you know, like to um, put money down on a house or uh, you know put money on a business or invest. They they trying uh, to sleep. Hold on, you said Instagram models. They trying to save yeah, they, up they, to sleep with them. Yeah, uh, these Instagram influencers—they caked up right now. They—they they winning these um, OnlyFans and whatever else they got going on on Instagram. They winning and whatnot. I got I a couple of friends and whatnot. Pay. Every time they throw parties, they grab some of them girls and pay out between three and five G's, and um and and just to have them look good or whatever and sweet with them. I'm like, people are paying that much for. I'm like, how? Yeah. I, you know, I you know, I, this is like. It's a it's a whole subculture going on. Uh, when I say morally bankrupt, it's some stuff going on. Where in 
they they not trying to invest their money in um, their family and whatnot. With their family, they get their wives, their husbands, or whatever regular regular stuff. But the uh, the side chick winning right now, she going to uh, she might become the your island. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, they they take they they take them they take the new them way. You know, yeah. and, and, and I don't want to call it prostitution too much because you know I I know people doing that and whatever. Escorts. But I'm just saying they they said they grown this they bodies and it's legalized overseas or whatever. But I'm just saying we, we if you, if we talk morality, you know, like I'm old fashioned, so that's why I would say if, there's something wrong with paying three to five G's. And I'm saying ain't ain't no key. But say I'm not hitting hitting what they hitting. So. Maybe in their mind it is, you know, they come out of there, man, that was worth five thousand dollars, man. I ain't never had nothing like that. You know. Right. And the experience again, it goes down to the mental uh thing, like emotional. People are emotionally spending money now. You know, they wanna be validated in front of their friends on online, they wanna be they wanna be in certain exactly. circles, certain ciphers. And exactly. as an emotional fix, I spend this money and I and I I'll tell you this, like um, back in the day I used to um I used to book uh, uh, comics and poets and neo soul singers or whatever, right? I remember going to them parties, dropping like thousands, right, and would come home broke, and it, it would be like mm-hmm. wouldn't have lunch money. Uh, Sometime my, my rent situation wasn't right, and it was like uh, it was like a whole thing. But when I was there, I was balling, and everybody looked at me. Everybody called your name out, blah blah blah, and everybody was leaving in their rides or whatever. I, t- I would walk out the back of the hotel, walk down to the lobby and whatnot, and we take a bus. <laughs> Yo! I'm right. talking about fake it till you make it. You know, and, you know, it was all about, because you wanted to be just for that moment, you know, and you, you, you'd be yeah. like, wow. But then the after effects of it, you know, so when I say morally bankrupt, uh, that's what's going on. People are emotionally spending now. You know, and, that, and that's yeah. dangerous. You know, and that's just one example of people spending on women, but if they're not spending on women, they, uh, they spend it on other things like the toys out there, like the cars, the jewelry, the houses, or whatever. But this pandemic woke them up. It said, "Now how are you gonna pay for it? It's gonna get taken from you, and you're gonna get embarrassed." In fact, I definitely seen a lot of people go buy some toys and got that shit taken. <laughs> Yo, it's real. It's real now. This pandemic said, "Wake up! Wake up! Wake up!" Exactly. I, I, for myself and my family, we were blessed to, you know, go through the whole entire struggle last year. And, uh, like, my girl wasn't able to work damn near the whole year, but we, we, we took care of business. We were still able to get shit paid and get shit done. And, uh, you know, we moved right. into a better spot. But, you know, last year definitely woke us up, like, this is why she stresses all the time to be like, yo, we need to put some money in savings just in case. So, you know, last year was definitely an eye-opener for a lot of shit. And sisters be knowing. I listen to them. <laughs> yeah, if it weren't for her, I swear to God, I probably still probably wouldn't be saving money like that. But <laughs> mm. now I definitely right. feel like, okay, I could, you know, help contribute or put something away to do X, Y, and Z. Well, I'm definitely on the, I'm definitely on my guy. Same. I just for Valentine's Day, I bought him cryptocurrency. Happy mm-hmm. Valentine's Day, Christmas, cryptocurrency, Happy, Merry Christmas, whatever. I'm always like See? investing into something. 
That's a gift for him. Instead of watches I, I like and that. clothes and stuff. I like that. However, yeah. me being me, I, I like watches and clothes, so I would never definitely expect that. I would appreciate the crypto, but I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're like, you're like, what the fuck? Within two days, his money doubled. In the two days, his money doubled. He's not going to get no doubles on no damn watch or no, no clothes. They're going to move appreciation. If you know certain people, you can definitely double some money getting rid of some shit, some watches and shit. You just got to know who you know. Yeah, you could, but if you need some lights or if you lose your job or something like that, that money's going to still, it's going to work for you. You're going to sleep. You ain't got to do nothing. Push a broom and sit. You're going to wake up. It's going to be double or it's going to be triple or it's going to quadruple, I mean, whatever. Sure. Go that, do that word passive do. income again. That's that passive income. You got again. hustlers out in the world, though. You do got hustlers out in the world who know how to hustle and stay above But who water, got time to be getting robbed outside all the time? People are getting see, robbed out here. That. They still in their cars. I didn't say that. Yeah. I didn't say that. I said a hustler. You don't have to do anything illegal to be a hustler. You can I didn't be say totally anything illegal, illegal but I'm saying he was doing Uber driving, and then they was robbing Uber drivers. They were still in their cars. You know, that can be considered a hustle. Like, you can clock in whenever you want to for Uber or Lyft or whatever the case may be. Or you can stand on the corner selling socks, and they can bust you in the head and right take your stuff. I quit Lyft right, at the right time. Exactly. I mean, I'm a Lyft firearm stealing. owner. And I can carry a concealed, so I was never worried about it. Well, everybody ain't registered. But for those who wasn't, I always felt a certain way when they was trying to work through the pandemic. Like, ooh, what if you come across? That's why, like, for me, I love Chicago. I love it. I love my south side. I grew up there. But I never accepted a ride in the south side of Chicago. I was like, that I would never. You never know what could happen on the side. Right. So you understand trying to hustle outside is is dangerous and frustrating. Whereas if I put it in investments, I wake up in the morning, I ain't got to go nowhere. I do nothing. I just sit there and watch it just rise and rise and rise. And I enjoy it. I I look at that's like my, that's what what they say, halftime. That's my halftime of the day. I'm looking at that like, "Mm, okay. But the biggest problem about yeah, that, like like you said, like so, with passive income, if you're an Uber driver, if you stay, if you say to get slow, if you got money um, invested in different currencies, either, whatever, whether you sleep, whether you don't go to work for a whole month, two months, money still being, you know, coming in and stuff like that, yeah. you know, so that that that's why a lot of people like that investment situation and whatnot. But but a lot of black people are scared of it because you know it's a risk. Because you can lose yeah. money and invest in too, you know I what I mean. And a lot of black people say like, you you remember when the housing crisis hit? You know, a lot of my friends lost a lot of money in that and whatnot. Um, you now just say if you're fifty something years old, whatever, ain't no way in the world you're gonna make your life savings money back. Ain't no way in the world, right? Because you ain't working like that no more, you know. And just say if you yeah. lost thirty thousand, fifty thousand, you know, how long is it gonna take you to get that again? And you, you and you're gonna be too scared to invest in something because of what just happened, you know, and stuff exactly. like that. So a lot of a lot of people got hurt in that, you know, and and people remember that that, that housing crisis thing. So when you start talking investment to them, to you know, especially to the older people, they're gonna be like, no, 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 I remember what happened before, you know. So they they're gonna have to see you winning and whatnot. Once they see you winning and stuff like that, then they might 
you know, do little by little by little in situation. But, you know, fear fear is like, I mean, fear is real. Fear is just there to protect you. It's not there to hinder or stop you. Fear is just there to protect you, and that's it. Right. Well, there you go. It's it's okay. There's so much we got to unlearn and uh, so much we got to learn. Exactly. And I've learned a lot, too, like buying land. Instead of freaking buying a house, buy some land to build your house. You ain't got to worry about no mortgage. All right, now. Now, see, like, I hear you saying that, right? Like, that's so easier said than done because most people don't have the money to do that. I I mean, You can look online right now and see a lot for $2,500 and bid on it. Right, but who right has twenty five hundred dollars like that? You know what I'm saying? Everybody like, get their taxes I back see, once a year. That's forty five hundred. You claim whatever kid. Right, but however, again, people grow up without certain shit, so they go and get those things that they never have, or they could be behind on so much stuff they get the money and they pay their bills. You know, so it's easier said than done because you never know somebody's situation. I, so if you already, I'm have not money, saying, yeah, do that. But I don't, don't have already money, have money. I came huh? from the west side of Chicago. Okay, I know what it feels like to be poor. No, I know I what it. it feels like to be in I a loach infested. I'm just saying, over time, in my short period of life, the things that I've learned and struggled with, material things are just material things. And that's exactly what they are. Right, but you, you can't, can't do just anything say, with them. So go by a lot. You have, to, you have to say, you have to say, work your way up and process save some money up, no, and like, then go do it. Right. You, know, you can't just say. But it. what I'm saying is, then people gonna be like, you oh, have been block. living, you've been living without your taxes the whole year, right? And then when uh, January come around, February come around, you file your taxes. So it's like money that you don't even have. So you can use that money and continue to work like you've been working. Use that money to invest all of that money. Sometimes you just got to take Not that everybody risk gets taxes and put back, it though. in there. Uh, you don't even have to get also, taxes back. So, uh, but that, that is one you know, way you could. Risk, right? You know, where just say get um, 10 of your friends, you know, maybe 20, whatever it takes. And um and just pull together um and whatnot and and just do I remember churches and whatnot I, I got friends that's in churches and whatnot they would pull together um for for uh to bring down one of these big time preachers or whatever you know because they had they call them honorariums and they you know they would have to get get a give them a bag and so about like, it, it would take sometimes ten churches to pull together just to give a bag to one person to come to come down to the you know what I mean. So, so I, I think that that helps too today. Like, we got to stop thinking individually and start thinking as a community and whatnot. Like, how? What of our community friends? What if I get like a, a group of my peeps and whatnot and tell them like, you know, instead of you coming up with twenty five hundred dollars, why don't you come up with um, four hundred dollars and you come up with four and you come up with four and and then we uh, and we all get that property. You know, and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, and, you know, and, that, and that's a possibility. I, I people that. need to start. I'm sorry. Stop donating to no. these churches. Because when them hurricanes and stuff happen, they T.D. Jax didn't even want to open up his church to let them people come up in there. Or yeah, the, I, don't uh, I, remember, I remember that. They want them people to come in there. We're working on our seats and whatnot. They said, lies. The lies we tell. Right. But everybody wet and yeah. cold outside, and houses and stuff is destroyed. But they steady giving money to these big old mega churches with gold walls and ceilings and stuff like that. You don't need all that right. stuff. 
start investing into right. your own community and your group now, of people and stop going to these churches because they have this book. It's called How to Turn, Make a Negro Christian. And, and, and not saying that I am, I, I believe in the universe, I believe in God. I definitely do. And I just don't believe in that white Jesus that they be feeding my community personally. So Exactly. That, that, that will be a different, uh, another topic for another show. We could definitely get into that. I will say, as far as finding groups of friends, sometimes that's hard because you really have to find like-minded friends to invest with that's you on certain things, right? That's true. Now, that's true. Early in the year, I found out, I found a way to finesse some shit, right? And I know <laughs> drug dealers. I know murderers. I know card crackers. I know all of that, right, who do shit illegally. Now, the one time that I find a way to do something legally, I get these people together like, hey, y'all, y'all should come do this thing that I'm doing. And they're like, no, I don't want to do that. That sounds risky. Da, 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 da. Like, so this sounds risky, but you going to sell drugs or go murder yeah. this person for X, Y, and Z, that's not risky. Exactly. You know, so you really have to find like-minded people to see the same vision that you have to want to make something work, you know. So luckily for me, I do have friends like that who, which I call my brother. So we currently are talking about trying to open up a pool hall or a bar or something, you know what I'm saying? Find somewhere, you know, uh, I would love to do it on the south side of Chicago, but fuck that, we're going to find somewhere. Uh, But we're definitely talking about doing something like that because we are, became friends because of the pool table. So it's only right that we open up a pool hall. Well, there you go. Well, I'm down. I'm I'm all for it. So we, you know, trying to work out some things, get our, stack our bread up and all that. But you definitely got to find like-minded people to do the things that you want to do in life. Because some of these people do not, are not on that same page at all. They're still... Uh, like you say, Genesis, financially illiterate. And, and sometimes you got to leave those people behind and then go yep. back and get them. You, you know what I mean? Because yep. you can't take it. Cause everybody's not going to see what you see yeah, because, you, you know, you're the gifted you. one. Yeah. Exactly. You know, you don't want to, but you, you're going you're gonna to feel what they call that, um, not bias remorse, what they call that uh, successful remorse, whatever they call that. You feel guilty for making it. And whatnot, and um, right. sometimes you put yourself out there, like rappers go back to the old neighborhood and get killed because they they try to prove that um, I'm still down or whatever. But we, you know, exactly. you have to, um, you have you you can't take everybody with you because so even your best friends, you start a business, some of them ain't gonna want to come to work, some of them, some of them ain't, some are gonna steal from you, some are gonna get jealous of you, and whatnot. I I, I can tell y'all about the jealousy and the hate. You know, it could be it, 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 um, people start putting in your friends' ears and. It changes your people around. Everybody's not going to be able to come with you. But, you know, like you just said, you know, you got to find the people that are ready to do it with you and just go go on. You know, forget about the people who might, ain't going to do it. You know, I can come back and get them later. But right now, you know, find you who you can find and just, and just go because you got the vision. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, like I, I see myself making it in this radio being famous and getting all, you know, making money or whatever. I see that. And I, I personally would never go back to my old neighborhood because I know I made enemies in my lifetime. So why would I, with my status, go somewhere where I know I could possibly get killed? 
You know, a lot of rappers, like you said, they do that shit. It's like, for what? You made it. Right. Get your ass up out of there. If you want to invest in those communities, you can, but you can do it from a distance. Exactly. You don't have to go back. You don't have to prove nothing to nobody. Exactly. Because you, you proved it already by being famous, by making it. You proved that already. But, you know, a lot of people exactly. go back and, you know, they end up they end up dead. Well, well, I'm excited about the future because I'm I'm just hearing this conversation and this build. I'm, I'm excited about where we are now that you know that we have access you know to this kind of thinking and whatnot. So you know that, that that's hope right now for 2021. Oh yeah. Well, it's gonna be super hope because I'm finna be. Uh, I can't wait till it opens <laughs> up. I'm, I'm already geeked. Uh, right so one last so yeah, topic, know. One, before we get up out of here, one last topic I want to bring up is black-owned businesses and should you support or should you not support it. So I was asked to support a business, right? It was black-owned. I didn't mind, however, the the uh, the service the service from was the shitty. workers were bad. So no, I'm not going to support it because it was bad. So why would I want to support something when the service is bad? I can't support it. And then, you know, they're talk, calling me all sorts of Uncle Tom's bullshit like that because I don't want to support it. I'm not supporting because it's bad service. I can't recommend your company or what you're doing if it's bad service. That's it was great service, yeah, I'm, going, I'm all for it. I'm all for promoting anything that, you know, if you got good service. You know, it's like tipping the waiter. I'm not tipping you if you're giving me bad customer service. But if you're just excellent at what Yo. you're doing, doing what you're supposed to do, I'm going to tip you. But I feel like... Yo, sometimes it comes down to like, finances because I would give money yeah. to these Chinese um, overseas when I got to order T-shirts. If, just if, I, if I can get it overseas for a cheaper price, sometimes it come, it's come down to that. You'd be like, why are you supporting the man? Why are you supporting the man? Because you charging... Five hundred dollars for them same jeans. I can go over here and get them for two fifty. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but we black. And I will we, say, we, we can't order in bulk like they do. I'm like, hey. And I will say, I'm black like, people hey. love to bargain. They will go spend whatever money with the Arabs, but with you, as you being black, they want to bargain. They want to get the cheapest price. It's like what? You just spent six hundred dollars on goddamn Don Terrion. I'm selling the same thing he's selling. But you don't want to pay my price. You want you want it cheaper. Like that's that's crazy. That's that's one thing I will know say. Your word, because we we'll definitely talk you down. They come on, exactly. brother. Come on, sister. <laughs> you like, right hey, now, you don't you go to like, white people's right? establishments and say, "Come on, brother." You just pay the price and exactly. keep it moving. You just we we got to respect you. us. That's right now. Respect us. Respect respect your black brother and sister business. And, um, you know, if they give you good service, fine, you know, stuff like that. But, exactly. again, you have to be able to compete. And, and it goes back to what I keep saying all night tonight. If all y'all just give the money to one person and he can buy in bulk, then you can compete with these other stores. But if you're just buying small things, you you shooting yourself in the foot trying to do it yourself. If your vision is only you, like Ava DuVernay says, if your vision is only you, it's not big enough. You know, it has to exactly. include the community because that's how you're going to get up out of there. I definitely agree. Definitely agree to that. I appreciate you calling in, Dean. You make you make our shows worthwhile. <laughs> yes, he does. Man, I, I, I love you. We need bills, to call man. again I, I Thursday. 
Oh, most definitely. Oh, and most I, definitely. I, I, I love y'all being well, thank you. And I, I messaged I, the the other poet as well, just so you know. I didn't get a response back yet. Right, yeah, because I I don't know what their schedule is and stuff like that. But again, I haven't talked to a lot of them people in a few years. But but her, I I still be talking with every other month or something like that, or or a couple of times a month and whatnot. Like what happened what happened with that with that poet and whatnot. Like they were real famous um, a few years ago, and then all of a sudden. You know, every every everybody started getting caught up into um, uh, this this new a new wave hit, and then they were looking at spoken word artists. We you know we wasn't getting paid like everybody else was getting paid. You know, and uh, then we went overseas for a little bit and made that made that little situation. But then everybody got on the internet now and whatnot. And so you know, so right now she's getting um, thousands and thousands of emails again because um, it's just not it's the surge is just now coming back again. And whatnot, but I'll but I'll personally reach out if they don't reach out to you soon and whatnot, and um I'll, I'll have them do it as a as a favor to me or something like that, you know. Um, I'll just check with their schedule and whatnot, just come in and whatnot because like um again, you know, back in the day I used to interview all them kind of cats and they always called calling in my show and we was like a tribe back then, but then you know as time went on, you know people get famous, people get whatever, you know you don't talk to them like you used to and whatever, but some of them. Like her, she's still real good people, and whatnot. So you know, she hasn't got back to you yet, and whatnot. I would, I would give it a little while, and whatnot. And if she doesn't, and whatnot, you know, I'll reach out to her. Okay, well, thank appreciate you. It. Right. Thank yes, you. Yes, yes. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm loving what y'all doing here. Right, we appreciate it, man. You know, we, we. That's why I tell uh, when artists come on the show, I definitely tell them all the time. Don't just think that because. This is local here in Illinois and Chicago. That only Chicago here. Like this is heard around the world. We have a whole yeah. lot of other countries who tune into our show uh, outside. Yeah, yeah. When, when, I, when I go on Blog Talk, I just click the live button. Every time I come on, I just click the live button. And so, and I'm sure a lot of other people do the same thing. They 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 log on. They just click the live button, and whoever on at that yeah. particular time, they just scroll down. And so you definitely gonna get people from everywhere, or have been getting exactly. people from everywhere. Yeah, we definitely have been. Oof, we've had a lot uh, over the course of year that I've been on the show. Uh, we've had a lot from Africa, England, uh, India, just a lot uh, to come on the show or tune into the show. So to all those who are tuned in, we appreciate all of y'all. Y'all make. Y'all make OG Radio. We'd be nothing without y'all. Yeah, thank you, God. But with that being said, um, I am Genesis. Um, we have 3YEM underscore Genesis on Instagram and Genesis Silverman on Facebook. Make sure you guys call in on Thursday for Poetry Night. Um, we will be expecting some poets, hopefully some hitters call in or, you know, get some slots going you guys are interested yes oh yeah i got um, your book too i got your book offline hey i, I can't hear what you said um the i am genesis book, book um I, I went i ordered your uh your book online and whatnot so you know definitely supporting and whatnot i'll I leave you a um a review on there after i finish it and whatnot as well oh well thank you so much see being showing up and showing out 
right? Hey. <laughs> we got to show up for us, we right? We appreciate That's it. That's what's up. Facts. That's what's up. Um, well, I, uh, Dean, tell everybody where they can find you on your social media. Well, like, like again, my media is, um, I, this is the second one, so people still don't believe it's me. Because I had a couple thousand on um, on IG, now I'm down to about twenty and whatnot. Because I just I had a moment and I got rid of every everything and walked away from it for a minute. So, you know, I'll probably be announce like it in a little bit. You know, I, I'll announce it. I'll announce yeah, it in a little yeah. bit once I get it back to you know where I want it to. But yeah, it, this is a new page, so I'm, I'm building a new page up and whatnot. But they they can catch me here. They can catch me here vibing on here on Tuesdays and Thursdays. I'm just saying. With, in a, in, a, in a building with y'all, you know. But um, I'm hey, definitely going to build up that you heard um, in a minute. You, you heard it, y'all. Catch him here with us Tuesdays and Thursdays. Um, I did set out a goal um, for our listeners. I did say by by the summertime, I wanted us to get to about 110,000 listeners. And so far, we are now at 108,779 listeners. So I appreciate all 108,000 plus listeners. We are slowly reaching our goal. Uh, It's creeping up daily. I appreciate all the shows. Genesis, I want to thank you because we, uh, a lot of uh, fans, uh, our fans, my fans, whatever you want to call it, OG Radio fans, Love when we're both on the show, when we're both on the air. They love it. So <laughs> I appreciate you being on the show. They love uh, sometimes when we go at it. They do love that. They love when we agree on stuff. They love the things that we talk about. So I do appreciate you, you know, starting the whole poetry and then transitioning to being on with me on Tuesday. So I appreciate that. <laughs> um, y'all can Aww. catch my Instagram. Got two IGs, Hell Rail 1290 and Radio Rail 21. Follow me on either or. I follow back. Uh, you can follow my yeah, Facebook. Yeah, because he's in Facebook right jail. Now. I'm in Facebook jail. <laughs> Again. <laughs> but you can follow me. It, 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 it's crazy because I didn't say nothing out of pocket, but they banned me. But what I do, what I did learn is that you have to block these uh, little automated bots that will end up following your page and they monitor your shit and every three months they'll monitor it and they'll block you for any and everything. So I usually do it three times out of the week. Sometimes I forget. And I've been looking at my pattern and it's been every three months I get banned. So hopefully when I come back, I do not get banned three months after that. So, but you can still follow me, add me, at Terrell Radio Rail Redmond. I interact with all the fans and all the other good stuff. Um, I also have two more announcements. One of them is I am in talks with Pyramid Radio where I might have my own show pretty soon. Uh, that's still underway. Right now. Uh, and also today, by me being me, you know, I ended up getting. Shaquille O'Neal's personal phone number, so I got his number, and I can text him whatever the hell I want to, so uh, that's going to be fun. I pretty much really just want to ask him about 
radio because he also does podcasting. So I want to just definitely ask a bunch of questions on that and know how to succeed in that. So outside of that, y'all, it's been a great show. I appreciate Genesis. I appreciate you, Dean. It's been a great show. Tune in Thursday from 9 to 10.30, me and Genesis and Dean. Tune in Friday for Freestyle Friday. Uh, we welcome any and all artists to come on the show. We've had artists in the past. Uh, big shout-out to Juan Hunt. He's been supporting the hell out of this show since he's been his interview. He, he's been tagging me every day. Uh, I've been in talks with other radio stations and just a whole lot of stuff I've been in, in uh involved with uh so OG radio is slowly but surely getting their name out there. So I appreciate everybody. And that is it from me. Radio Rail out, Genesis out, Dean out. Good night. Love y'all. Night. Peace. Good night. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.